step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's that smell? Just like cornbread done to well. What you need, you know I got. Faithful, it is I, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Radledge, and this is the Metal Hammer of Doom. Tonight, we are reviewing Totem by Soulfly, the Soulfly guys. Totem is the 12th studio album by uh, said band, Soulfly. It came out August 5th, 2022. Uh, Dan Slezer of Kerrang! states that superstition is an absolute beast to kick things off and there's a pleasingly chaotic air to much of what they pack into 40 minutes. Blabbermouth stated that the 12th Soulfly album maintains the crushing heaviness of its immediate predecessors while managing to squeeze a bit of juice out of, uh, squeeze a bit of invention and perversity perversity into the mix too. Louder sound album review, Max Cavallera gets with the times and ramps up the aggro on Soulfly's new album, Totem. And we'll get into more of what the Angry Metal Guy thinks. The Angry Metal Guy is all of us and we are all of him. In just a moment. <laughs> but until then, I'm here with Dick Tittens himself, Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? Oh my goodness. WrestleZone just reported that Dan Housen made CM Punk buy him a rare comic book. Actually, rare comic books. For stealing his finisher at C2E2. What do you think of that? <laughs> I, uh, I just have one question for you. Mm, yes. You nagged me into moving, you know, I said, hey, 
I got to go bang my wife. Can we wait until 1030? I just got done with the gin and tea party, and then I had to go have an Italian sausage at a, um, at a bar. Like you were having the Italian sausage? I I was to- on the receiving end of this Italian sausage. I totally swallowed an Italian sausage. Okay. And it was delicious. My point, right. let, let us not deal with my kinky fuckery. I want to deal with your nagging for just a moment. You, when I said, um, date night's not quite over, I need till 10.30, and you're like, yeah, fucking hurry it up, okay? I don't want to be here all night. That's mm. what you said to me. That's exactly, as a matter of fact, yes, you can go into the text and see that word for word. Right. It was hurry the fuck up already, bang her and get this over with, I have work to do, you kinky fuckery. Right, and right. this is what Jesse Starcher said to me. And you want to start up this podcast with fucking some bullshit about Dan Housen and, the, uh, and CM Punk. But he's the very genius. Very the genius. Say that again, Coop. But he's very good and very evil. That is right. That is right. The genius of this bit, Mark, is the fact that I said approximately 10 words and then you went on for another five minutes about how I should have <laughs> never said 10 words. Welcome to being married to me. <laughs> no thanks <laughs> is what she said um, <laughs> he doesn't want to swallow the Italian sausage <laughs> speaking of swallowing sausages Robert Cooper's with us how do you do sir <laughs> I do, already open out. I do very well thank you <laughs> I don't know why. I just had to talk in a fucking alcoholic dog voice. But god damn it, that's what I'm sticking with now. Um Frightening. How many Soulfly albums have we reviewed so far? What do you think, Jesse? Mm, uh, well, this will be our definitely our second uh that I know of, maybe even more than that. Let's see. Um yeah, I think we did Ritual in twenty eighteen. That that ha- okay. So this this has to be the second one because the, the one prior to that was 2015, and we weren't really doing uh, Metal Hammer of Doom at that point, or maybe we were, but I, I don't think we reviewed Ar- Arcane. I was about to say no, we were doing it then. It's just I don't I think we reviewed say. Soulfly. Right. We definitely didn't do Savages, and then we weren't doing the podcast. Well, we definitely didn't do Savages, and we definitely didn't do Enslaved, and then the last one before that was Omen in 2010. So. Um, I got into Soulfly, though, when they came out after uh, Sepultura kind of sort of broke up and reformed with new people. Um, those first two albums are pretty kick-ass, Soulfly and Primitive. Once it gets to three, and then after that, I kind of was in and out on Soulfly. Um, I still like them, and but I have to say, they're very hit or miss for me. What do you think, Robert? Uh, I mean, I'm kind of right there. I love Max Cavalera's uh, work overall. Yeah. I just think it's, I mean, they're not always bangers, unfortunately. The guy right. definitely has some, I mean, he's got some good work, definitely some good uh, post-Soulfly stuff with uh, Cavalera Conspiracy. And, yes. uh, I mean, Soulfly definitely has its uh, bright spots, but there are other times where I'm just like, ah, this is cool. I'm also very happy that them, they, as well as Sepultura still exists, even though, I'll say that Sepultura's uh, post-Cavalera stuff is also very hit and miss. Yeah, it's more miss than hit. And I would yeah. say Soulfly is more is more hit than miss. But yeah, I'll tell you, they fucking peaked with Roots. <laughs> I know every, everyone loves um, Chaos AD. That, that's AD that's the one that everyone's like, oh my god, that's the best Sepultura era. I really liked Roots. I thought... Roots as a Sepultura album really 
gave them some distinction and definition, and then and then it killed the band. So. Yeah, I mean, I always love Beneath the Remains myself, but mm-hmm. or or you know, I could just be a real hipster. I'm like, mm, you know, uh, it's got to come. <laughs> it has to be Beastial Dev. Wasn't it Beastial Devastation was their first album? Yeah, something like that. I have to go back and look. I don't. I got so, into them with Beneath the Remains and then Chaos AD. So. Yeah, I was I was totally around for all that too, right? When it was coming off the press, hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, did you know Jesse that Biotech is Godzilla? Rar. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> yes, Biotech. Biotech. Biotech is Godzilla. Rar. And Rar means I love you in dinosaur. That is what I learned <laughs> from. Uh, being in high school in 2009. Oh, eat pop pork meats. I love you. Jesse, I love you. Do you no. just say eat raw pork means I love you? Eat up orc. I don't know what that means. Jesse, tell him what tell it says. Him what I, love you. <laughs> I love you. Tell him what eat up orc means. It means I love you. That's right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so there is a 2019 compilation album, Soulfly, dropped on Spotify of 101 songs called the Complete Roadrunner Albums. Seven hours long. Okay. More is importantly. Is that all their stuff from Roadrunner? More importantly, Eve Up Orc Ah means I Love You is a song before, performed by Jet Screamer on the Jetsons episode, A Date with Jet Screamer. And it was Fantastic. covered. It was covered by the Violent Femmes on the Saturday Morning Cartoons album. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, very good. Do we want to hear that instead of like the Soulfly album? Tell me. If you, I mean, that'd be if you divert this podcast <laughs> into one of your ADD fits, <laughs> I swear to goodness. I mean, uh, to be fair. We could just listen to the Italian version of Batman again. (laughs) Oh, I remember that. And I can teach everybody about fucking 1980s and 90s anime. That always went well. Especially now that Mark has to watch anime as a father. I think what Jesse was trying to tell me before this podcast started was, listen, fuckers, I have to go to bed at a reasonable hour. Shut the fuck up and play some music. Isn't that right, Jesse? That is exactly right. We are on the same page. Well, I'm not well, on that page. That's the page I was about to on. say it's interesting. See, we're on the same page, but it's like Mark isn't reading. Mm. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> we're on the page. He's got the book open. Yeah. And, but, I mean, he really has no idea where we're at. I am he currently... is fucking drawing all over that page. No, no, no. I am currently in class. The book is open. I'm wearing a denim jacket and sunglasses and pass the fuck out. Mm. <laughs> Facts. You could be like some of those kids I had in school. I remember one of them was like, fuck this, I'm on drugs. I was like, <laughs> I guess that's a good way to start 7 a.m. My wife and I had a Ugh. conversation tonight, and she said, can we negotiate how much of a dick you are? And I was like, okay, well, what do you let's, – let's put a number out there, and I'll tell you if I'm able to – because right now I'm at 50-50. 50, I'm decent, and 50, I'm a complete asshole dick jerk. And she's like, okay, I'm going to need you to get to, like, 70-30. And I'm like, impossible. You're like, you are <laughs> such a dick, they call you love sausage. That's right. And I was like, okay, she was like, okay, second offer, 60-40. <laughs> and I said, 
I asked you to throw a number out there for me to maybe ascend to, but uh, 60-40 is not a number I'm comfortable with right now. Literally said that to my wife. I, I said, I have, like, right now, I am 50% dick, 50% nice, and that is the best you're going to get out of me. She tried to negotiate for hire, and I was like, you have no bargaining power here. You have no power here. That's right. I said, you have zero bargaining power. It's nice that you think you do, and that you threw a number out there that maybe I can work towards, um, but no. What do you think Not about that, today. Jesse? Don't have, any, don't have any motivation to get anywhere no. near what you're requesting. No. Not even a 51-49. We're not even fucking around. Just keep it 50-50. You better be glad what you get. Yeah, no. I, she, she was like 70-30. I'm like, the other way? You want me to be like 70% dick? Because I can accomplish that very easily. That is an attainable goal right now. Right the fuck now. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm heading that way. <laughs> I asked her tonight, I was just like, let me ask you a question. Worst case scenario, we go mutually assured destruction on each other. Like, who do you think wins that one? Like, like at the end of the day, who comes out clean when, if we both just go nuclear on each other? That, and is, she, that is an absolute horrifying thought right there. <laughs> and she legit took a minute. She's like, I'm not going to lie. Over the last little bit, I have definitely thought about pressing that button. And I realized you're going to win. I'm like, wow. I know. Man. <sighs> And then she asked me about the seventy thirty, and I was like, "Nope, you just gave away all your power." <laughs> nice. In case she listens to this, no. But seriously, I'm trying to be better. Yes, <laughs> I believe it in my heart. In your heart, your in my pig's heart, heart of hearts. Your pig's heart that the what? huntsman carries in a box. You're making a reference, but yeah, sure. <laughs> it's not white. Yeah, Snow White, right. Yeah, I was just about to say that. No, you aren't. I can hear your eyes rolling, motherfucker. Why are you dragging this podcast out? Oh, oh my goodness. 50-50, even with yeah. my friends. Fucking 50-50, my ass. Oh, shit. Jesse, oh, start your... Oh, challenging. Oh, my goodness. All right, Jesse. Since no. you feel the need no. to drag this podcast no. out a little bit no. longer... Nope. No, no, you... I said 50-50 even with my friends, and you're like, not even. So, th what's the number? How much of a... How much... On average, do you think I'm a dick to my friends? Oh, on average? Okay. Are we... Are, are, are we being legit? I've never... I I have never... Okay, we'll go 70-30. 70 that no. I'm a dick? 70% <laughs> nice guy. Oh, okay. 30% dick. How's that? Okay, to my friends. Yes. How's okay. that? What do you think it is for my wife, though? To your... <laughs> no, I ten. don't even know. I have no idea. <laughs> I do not know. Listen... I would not know. Listening back to the Metal Hammer of Doom extras, you know how many times you have called for her to assault me? <laughs> it does not surprise me. <laughs> you oh. are... Why do you take my wife's side on everything? Well, my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> This, guy, this became a very this? contentious podcast. Do I need to answer this? <laughs> Should I answer this? I mean, as your lawyer, I recommend <laughs> not. <laughs> hey, Jesse, what if we just forget this ever happened and I played some music? Oh, some Soulfly? Maybe. Some Soulfly? Some Soulfly? 
<laughs> def definitely a little softly. Uh, I'd love it. I would right. absolutely love it. Here we go with the scenario. Uh, first few tracks of the night, we got Superstition, Scouring the Vile, and Filth Upon Filth. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
right. Jesse Starcher, lead us off here. What would you think of those first three tracks? Superstition, Scouring the Vile, and Filth Upon Filth, which we did on the Metal Hammer Doom Extra last week. Yeah. Didn't have a whole lot to say about it, but we did. We done did it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we sure didn't uh, yeah. know what was going on. Yeah, there was there was some strange stuff going on. Yeah, so these first three were opening up a great way on this album. Uh, I really enjoyed Ritual when it was released. Uh, number one, it was one of the first times I actually sat down and listened to a Soulfly album, and I thought they were fantastic. So I was hoping that we would kind of pick things up where we left off, and I don't think I was disappointed in any way. Uh, Superstition is a great way to open this thing up. Uh, it's everything I was wanting and expecting from this band. Scouring the vial. Uh, so I did a little bit of research on this one. You jump into the lyrics. Apparently, this is a uh, it's a fuck cancer anthem. Which oh, is, okay. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty uh, pretty neat. Uh, Apparently, you guys know better than I do, but there are some guest vocals in Scouring the Vile. Coop, mm-hmm. did you recognize anybody when it came to guest vocals in there? Oh, yeah, as John Tardy of Obituary. That's right. Yeah, so uh, that was... And we got another guest appearance here later on in this album, but I think that's the one that stuck out for me. And, uh, yeah, Filth Upon Filth, it's it's heavy, uh, we got some shredding going on in that one. I'm enjoying what I'm hearing in these first three. Coop, what do you think, man? Yeah, uh, I was definitely excited to see John Tardy. I always love his work. Uh, crazy thing is live, he sounds exactly like he does on an out al- the album. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, which is great because, I mean, he has just a very sort of unique uh, delivery. I fucking love it every time. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, scouring the vial, I kept hearing. I swear, I kept hearing milfs. Like I kept miss. I kept mir- I kept mishearing the lyrics, and I could have swore they were talking about milfs. <laughs> milf upon milf. Yes. <laughs> I would love that song. Oh wow, that's well, a Pornhub like, channel. It it is it is. <laughs> Which is, uh, I mean, hey, you know what? As long as somebody's enjoying it, that's all that matters. That's right. Or, uh, or the April Fool's joke, Corn Hub, which was still probably one of the best ones ever. I think I think my favorite one that I really wish be, would become a thing was the year, I think it was like 2011, YouTube had a thing where uh, you hit a button and it turns anything into a Benny Hill skit <laughs> with the wackity sacks. Yakity, yakity, yakity sacks. Oh, is it the yakity? Yes. Yeah, you're right. It is the Yakety Sacks. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. And playing Immortals Call of the Winter Moon with the video, playing the <laughs> Yakety Sacks, made my life. It's uh, really fun. But yeah, I mean, these these songs here, I am really enjoying it. The last Soulfly album I remember listening to was, I think, twenty the one in 2012, and I didn't love it. I thought there were a few good tracks, but otherwise I thought it was kind of forget forgettable. They tend to get very like, not noodly so much, but they they definitely like to like play with like ambient noise, and sound oh, yeah. and and it, it's like I'm sure this is meaningful to you. Do, you know, what my favorite self I think was one of the tracks that was just nothing but silence. Uh, yeah, I was really I was like I hope the audience can hear this. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Soulfly likes to. 
they 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 have a perspective um i don't know how much of it is enjoyed by the general audience but they they are definitely committed to whatever their vision is and god bless them for it it just i don't think it always translates as far as the first three songs go, they're all bangers, they're all rockers, I don't have any major complaints here. I, I can tell you right now, this is one of those albums where I, when I was listening to it, I was enjoying it while I was listening to it, but I don't think it... This is going to be one of those reviews where I don't have a lot to say about the songs individually. Um, it's a fine rockin' album, but I don't think it's particularly distinctive. So, uh, that's kind of where I am. Your opinion's shared. Trust me. Yeah. A lot of people feel the same way. All right. Well, let's move on to the next three tracks. Let's not beat this to death like I did, you know, Jesse insisting that we start the podcast early. Well, or really just make that we sh- start the podcast in general. Make <laughs> make sure to mention it at least three more times before we're out of here, though, tonight, okay? No, Up it's in the fine. car, kids. We're going on a guilt trip. I'm not <laughs> passive-aggressive at all. Nope. <laughs> There's no evidence whatsoever. Nope. I'm at least 50-50 passive-aggressive. We've definitely moved past passive. <laughs> we're, we're in provocatively... <laughs> pro- 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 provocatively aggressive? Yeah, no, we're... Uh, it, it's one of those, the uh, pretense is all gone. <laughs> you know, Alexis often likes to say, anyone that meets Mark in person from our little group here... Um, must want to punch him in the nuts. Can I tell you that Jesse was a perfect gentleman when we went to Cleve- when I saw him in Cleveland? Jesse not one time tried to commit violence on me. And now I'm wondering, after listening to this podcast, or doing this podcast, as we're doing it, if Jesse thought, like, maybe he missed his chance. Uh, see, the thing you didn't realize is that I paid the dude behind you to drop that phone on your head. <laughs> <laughs> he was aiming for your nuts the whole time. <laughs> like, see the guy in front of you? He has a fiver if you just fucking whack him one time. Just one, and then I got away scot free, man. You had no idea this whole time. You thought it was that dick behind you, uh, and I'm the nice guy out of this. I can't tell you how many times in the past year I've had to worry about a dick behind me. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not right. <laughs> not right. That ain't right, man. All that right. Ain't right. Speaking of not right, here's the next three tracks. Uh, All right. We've got no bananas. Um, Rotten Pain, The Damage Done, and Totem.
But Jesse, what does yeah. the Angry Metal Guy think about all this? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Well, let's work our way up to that here. I'll give you some reviews from around the web. Uh, DistortedSoundMag.com gave this album an 8 out of 10. Krang, 3 out of 5. MetalInjection.net gave this an 8, I assume, out of 10. Sputnik Music, 4 out of 5. And then RockAndLoadMag.com gave this a 9. Quite a glowing review. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about some weird ones here. <laughs> so, uh, music, I've almost called this Muzzik. Music Reviews, because it's M-U-S-I-K. Uh, it, music Reviews-D-E gave it a 12 out of 15. I'm sure there's an explanation for that. But then when you head over to Metal Hammer D-E, they gave that a 5 out of 7. I'm sure there's an explanation for that, too. But let's talk about the angry metal guy. Dr. A.N. Greer. Angrier. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You think he understood that it was lower diversity? I guarantee it. Although they did not review the album, they probably they were smart <laughs> enough to stay far, far away. <laughs> or that the Five Finger Death Punch was fate. Right, 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 right. Uh, so okay, I'll I'll tell you what they gave, what they said here. This is uh, this was probably the paragraph that stuck out the most to me. Though Totem isn't at the top of the poll. Hello, Natalia. It's a solid release with no with the aggression. We <laughs> it's a solid release. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with the too. aggression we old guys crave when you say the name Cavalera. But I have to admit, I enjoyed my time revisiting Soulfly's Discog for this release. It's a concise collection of bruisers that that brand it as the proper follow-up to Ritual. That said, it falls a tad short of its predecessor. Uh, I think he's hitting the nail on the head here. Uh, I definitely agree with this album falling short compared to Ritual because there was a lot out of that that I really enjoyed there's not anything on here that really sticks out like stuff on Ritual did for me now it might be one of those things where it's like okay are you desensitized to some Soulfly well this is their 12th album I've only listened to probably two or three I mean my goodness did you see how many views Jump to Fuck Up has I should say <laughs> listens, not views. Jump the fuck up. <laughs> Jump the fuck up has, I think, twenty five million listens on Spotify. Twenty nine. I'm sorry, twenty nine million listens. And the only close thing that follows that is back to the primitive with seven million. Back to the primitive. Right. So. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, 
these guys have been around for such a long time. They're putting out albums. You know, this is their 12th. I gotta say, I, I agree with what Doctor Angrier is saying here. It's it's nice to kind of go back and listen. Did we lose Jesse? What's that? I, 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 you cut you cut out there. You're like, yeah. it's really nice to go back and. Go. Uh. I'm saying the safe word. Uh, <laughs> better safe than sorry. I, it's nice to go back and listen to the previous albums, but this doesn't stand out from those. So it just kind of blends in with them, and really there isn't a whole lot here. It's just more Soulfly. All right. Uh, Robert, what do you think of those last three tracks? Uh, I like what they were actually uh, bringing. I felt like on that sixth track, the opening drum beat, for some reason, gave me a lot of... Uh, Gave me a lot of allusions to late, like late nineties, like drum and beat music. I don't know. It's just, just the way that started out. I was just like, Oh shit, we're going on a ride. Yeah. I mean that, that seems like something they would. So far he's always very like reliant on the tribal elements. And I have to say like this one, like that second song, I think uh, of that set got very like cannibal corpsey, like like very yeah, definitely, definitely kind of leaned heavily on the sort of the death metal blast beat drumming. That was uh, the damage done. Well, that was pretty neat that his drummer is his son. That's pretty cool. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness, I thought it started with a Z. I had it here. Zion, yes, Zion Cavalera. Oh. Oh, oh, that's not. I guess. I guess it just doesn't work without having one of your uh, one <laughs> member of your family drumming. I guess not. I guess not. Like everything's cool when you're like when you have the family playing, unless at that time Wolfgang Van Halen joined Van Halen. Everybody's like, "Shut up, Eddie." <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> give me Michael Anthony or give me death. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Seems just, pretty extreme, but all I, right. I mean, I don't know. I never really listened to much extreme, but <laughs> I just know that more than words will definitely be playing anytime more I want to try. Somebody get Pat Mullen on the phone. He <laughs> will so sing it, us a song. Is he going to fuck an octopus? I don't know is about he that. Fucking octopus. Because that was the so I just finished watching the boys that. myself. Uh-huh. And and the scene where the deep is trying to convince his wife to go into the threesome with the octopus, he's playing more than words is in the background the entire time. Sorry, I apparently got disconnected. I heard nothing for the longest time. Uh, I, I, I heard I, you, Robert. I heard you. Okay, okay. all right, good. Je- Jesse didn't need to. That's fine. No, that's all right. You, you I'll, I'll listen to the replay of this <laughs> three years from it, now. It was just a, it was uh, just a reference to the the last season of the boys, where the oh, deep is oh, trying to. Oh, gotcha! With the deep, yeah, yeah, beautiful. All right, yeah. I get it. It was such a good show. It's so funny. It's nothing like the comic. Well, not nothing like the comic, but the comic is a lot different. We had a fun time talking hero gasm. Oh God! Yes, we did. Yes, you know what's that, funny is boy, my, that that mom, boys episode has has produced a lot of content for me and also engendered a few fights between me and my wife. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it's a good episode. 
Well, like like the herogasm or like the podcast? The podcast. Oh, interesting. Oh, uh, we we had a long discussion about masculinity in that one, right? Toxic yeah, well, masculinity. And... Yeah, well, m- uh, this was a conversation that my wife and I actually had tonight about that, where basically, like, I have very pointed views that are backed up by like my male friends about what masculinity should be and what it is. And she tends to have a dim view of those things, but I think it's because this is my opinion. Um, and it, it, it's gotten to the point where, like, I just, we just won't talk about it with each other anymore because it's, like, that polarizing of, of a subject. But I talk about um, how there's, a, like, a, like, a concerted tearing down of masculine... Um, uh, mas- masculine... Uh, the word I'm looking for. Uh, ideals? Yeah, behaviors. Behaviors, yeah. ideals, um, t- uh, personality types. And and I, and I think it's... Robert and I have talked about this before, and I think it's because there's a, like a concerted effort to like diminish men. You know, push them, pu- you know, push them out of positions of leadership, push them out of positions of influence, push them out, pu- push them out of the workforce, um, you know, if at all possible. Uh, and you see it a lot in culture. You don't you don't get as much of this in like real life because I think m- most women like traditional male behavior, uh, male attitude, and traditional masculinity. Um, with with some changes here or there, but for the most part, I think it's it's pretty intact. But it's definitely something you see in the cultural conversation. And I think my wife has like bought into the idea of you know men should be she's bought into the idea of like traditional male uh traditional masculinity is is toxic and men should behave differently but i think that's so that women can just do whatever they want and there's no one there to challenge them <laughs> which you can see why that might engender a fight between us yeah, yeah that's two very very strong opinions on that <laughs> interesting you don't I don't have to, know. That's a lot to, to weigh in. On. I was gonna say you don't have to weigh in if you don't want to, but I I, I would be curious, well, Jesse. Jesse, you were on that podcast. You didn't like really raise a stink about that when it when it came up. No, nah. no. I mean, I think it was a <laughs> that that was a fun podcast. It was fun to talk to you guys about. That's a nice deflection. I was asking your opinion. No, about uh, I I mean. Uh, uh, you're supposed to get me in trouble with your wife. No, fucking fuck her. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to. No, I have, I have no, I, I have no opinion. I, have, I, I will, I will abstain from having an opinion Ple- on this ple- one. Pleading the fifth. Why? Yeah. Why are you abstaining? Uh, and you're talking to somebody who's, who, you're talking to somebody who definitely wants to end this podcast so I can go to bed and get up at five o'clock in the morning. But now I can't let this go. Why, no, I want... it can go. I, I'm perfectly fine with letting it go. Why are you I'm, afraid? I'm right why there. are you afraid of my wife? What do you think she's going to come to Ohio and beat you up? I I really don't need that to happen either. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't need to be beaten up by somebody who traveled specifically to beat my ass that far. (laughs) That means they really want it. They really wanted to at that point. No, I I, I legitimately have – I'm good. I just want to know one thing. Do you agree with me me or do you agree with Melissa? I absolutely agree with both of you. 
<laughs> you're you're a weenie. That you're such a weenie. Like, that is not a both. You, that is not a Would you like salt or you know pepper? What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Please. Did you did you like did you like A or B? Oh, they're both good, but 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 you can't pick both. No 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 no. I'm picking both. Mm. <laughs> I think you understand just what we're working with here. I think it's a very interesting thought. Uh, I mean, I'm. Not, uh, I mean, Spe- speak is. your mind, Robert. Fuck speak your mind. Just know that if you agree with my wife, I'll hate you. That's fine. I hate me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it's one of those. I don't. I don't necessarily agree in every facet of, uh, I guess, traditional male values because I feel like a lot of it is more or less insecurity construed as strength. But I also do, in a way, see where Mark, where you're coming from, Mark. With uh, it, it is kind of in ways you are diminishing a lot of what a man can bring to the table in terms of traditional values, uh, by sort of minimizing that role. Okay, I think it's interesting. I don't think it's all of one or the other. I kind of in the middle i don't think it's there's some dark conspiracy to get rid of men in the workforce no i don't think so either but i will tell like i said i think for the people that raise the kind of think about this like they those people don't want the competition and i think and i honestly think and she you know she might hear this so but she'll be hearing it for a second time because i said this to her when we were fighting about it that I do think that there's a concerted effort to be like, men shouldn't do this, men shouldn't do that, so there's no man there to stand up against you when you're out there making terror, like, making crazy decisions. You know, and, like, there are there are people, there are women that are out there doing a thing, like, just trying to live their best life, and they might not be making great decisions, and there's a man there to be like, have you thought about this? And they don't want him there, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could, I can... I mean, I can see that. I don't know if there's this. I don't know if I'd necessarily agree that there's a larger. I'm not seeing it as some larger sort of conspiracy to try to move men out. No, I, I honestly think that that that's person to person. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I just think that just kind of depends. Because as somebody, I'm not my part. Of my whole dad's family is very masculine focused, very arrogant mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and I try not to be, frankly. Because mm-hmm. uh, I did think uh, with the boys that third season that was a very when Mark said, "Oh wow, that was a lot of politics in that one." I was like, "Huh," and then I was watching and I'm like, "Oh wow, they are, uh, <laughs> they're on the nose." Which I wasn't, I wasn't mad. <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's how it is." Uh, it is still ironic that A Train got the other guy's heart, though. Oh, that's, that's good stuff. That, that was funny. We talked about that. Hey, that was. Yeah. That's hey, funny, Jesse. I'm gonna, I, give you, I'm gonna give you one more at bat at this. Uh, well, I only I tell you what. In place of my answer, if I send you a song, will you play it? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, girl? How many, how many Do more? me a favor and oh go play this song immediately. Why? Oh, play this song this. and then I go thought, right into the last. I thought you three songs. To, I thought you wanted to end this podcast. I do. I think I think he's trying to give give you the old the old heave ho. Okay, now that I see what this is, all right, fine. Ah. I, I will do this. I will do this all for right. you. I Jesse. love it. Love Thank of my you, life. Mark. 
<laughs> my one true love. Right, hang on. Now that we found love, what are we gonna do? With it! With it. Now that we found... I listen to a lot of 90s rap lately. Oh, that's good stuff. I was right playing there. it for... I turned my son on to match the peas, make him say, uh. Oh, uh, that is the absolute worst. Dirt that, worst. That, that is I a hate. fucking off. What See, are you I've been talking about? The entire time I was listening to music, all I could think of is, God, Mark would hate this. I've been listening to a lot of Tool. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. not a huge fan of I would rather listen to Master P than Tool. Hey, here's the next four songs, including the one that Jesse just picked. Here we go. Speaking of Tools. <laughs> Now that we're men, we can do anything. Now that we're men, we are invincible. Now that we're men, we'll go to Chelsea. We get the crown, save the town, and Mr. Krabs. Now that we're men, we have facial hair. Now that we're men, I change my underwear. Now that we're men, we got a manly flair. We got the stuff we're tough enough to save the day. We never had a chance for we were kids. No, no, no. But take a look at what the moment did. Ha, ha, ha. Patrick, Tonkers, and Slappy.
Oh, that song is nine minutes and thirty seconds long. <clears throat> oh two, man! Two. That was a very funny SpongeBob song, by the way. Oh, just, no, after a man. while, this with the slapping, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. I, I've I have never heard that song before, <laughs> but that made my day. Yeah. Now that we're men, that changed my underpants. Hey, to close out our discussion of um, our ongoing discussion of modern masculinity. Uh, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to throw it to you, Jesse, because then i got to run to um, uh, take care of something really quick for yeah. you and Robert to quick close out the show, and then I'll come back. But uh, when I was doing therapy, and I think this tells you a lot about me as a mental health professional, I had a young woman who was uh, rambling, as women tend to do, and <laughs> and she said – and she, she um, punctuated the sentence with the phrase – you know, I'm just the kind of person that thinks with their heart, you know, that thinks with their heart. And I'm like, well, maybe that's why you're fucking up all the time. You're thinking with the wrong organ. Nice. I mean, <laughs> depending on which organ we're thinking with. Your brain, motherfucker. Well, so there's there's another organ that some people also think with. Okay, but that would also be the wrong organ. Well, I, got, I mean, you know what? The pipe organ happens. I'm going to go walk into a church. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my point being that where, where, where women tend to think with their heart, you have men who tend to think with their brain and maybe there's, therein lies the conflict. You know what I mean, Jesse? I hear you. I do hear you, sir. Okay. Sometimes that uh, can cause a bit of an issue. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. That's right. Right, that, that, that's why that last Sepultura album was the mediator between the head and hands is the heart. Jesse, go ahead and uh, tell us how you feel and then throw it to Coop. Okay. While Mark goes to throw it to Poop. Um, he has to throw it out. <laughs> Does he get a fucking scooper? When we say evacuate your bowels, it definitely means... Something out. It's like a Chinese uh, fire drill in his mouth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coop. I mean, I enjoyed myself here. There isn't. Again, it's a Soulfly album. There are a few songs I, I, I kind of dig, but I, I definitely don't hate anything off of here. There's not even the nine minute songs didn't bore me to tears or anything like that. It was actually somewhat interesting. Uh, one of the things that I can tell you is that I did notice that, you know, the pace for some of these songs, like, they it will change mid-song pretty easy. Like, you could be sitting there and just headbanging, 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 and then all of a sudden it, it kind of slows down a good bit, and then all of a sudden we're back to, like, it, it's heavy again. Um, so there's a lot of pace changes it's all still pretty heavy but you get your varying degrees i would say of uh, uh how fast something can go the drum beats uh and i mean we we aren't shorter solos on this album that's for sure there's a good bit of those uh but regardless i as far as you know am i going to be revisiting this album anytime soon there's a couple i'll probably grab for a playlist potentially but I, I don't think I'm going to be coming back and being like, oh, man, you know, you guys got to hear what they did on Totem. It's, it's just not happening for me, personally. What about you, Coop? What do you think, man? Uh, it's This is one of those albums, like, the more I listened to it, I really did enjoy the uh, 
I guess the musicianship that comes from it. Like I really like the guitar work. I felt like in terms of like the solos, they fucking shredded. The drum work was different enough to where it all, I always feel like it brings just a little, little something extra. The more you listen to it Uh, as an overall listen though, this this is one of those where like, there might be a few standout tracks I'll come back to. uh, And I certainly wouldn't mind this as, you know, the occasional listen as a full album or maybe just a good background noise. I, I give it probably I'd give it probably a solid three and a half, maybe four and five. You know, it's seven or eight out of ten. It's uh, there's nothing. This album is really it is really good. It's just in terms of reviewing it uh, piece by piece, there's not as much you can really offer in terms of song by song criticism as much as just kind of looking at it as a whole. Right, right. There's not anything on here where I'm just completely you know disgusted with you know that would have made it a little bit more interesting of a review <laughs> just be like man gosh they really dropped the ball on this one there's none of that which speaks to how I guess consistent Soulfly is in regards to putting out albums uh, you know I I, I I'm going to say that this one if somebody asked me well, what do you think of it yeah, well, it, it's decent. Give it a listen. You may like some stuff off there for sure. Um, so, I guess Mark kind of gave us his thoughts there earlier in uh, in the review. So I think we'll go ahead and we'll just move into plugs. And when Mark gets back, if he has anything additional to say, we'll go from there. Uh, for myself, ladies and gentlemen, I have a show. On the W2M network, it is called the Source Material Comics Podcast, and we do all sorts of comic-related activities and discussions over there. Uh, and one of the things that I discussed here recently was the Soviet super soldiers. That's right, Ooh. the unspoken, yeah, unspoken issues. We talked about uh, this one shot that came out from. Marvel in 1992 and it featured a bunch of superheroes from the Soviet Union, USSR, former USSR if you will Uh, there was let me just tell you, there was some crazy stuff in there including the unicorn the unicorn was one of the craziest villains that I had seen, especially in a 90's comic at that point, you'll have to tune in to find out why source material itself though we did have a episode release. It was just a solo thing where I went in and talked about Archie's comic, Archie comics covering Bayou Billy. There was a five issue series that came out from Archie comics. I only covered the first issue, but if you want to hear me do a dramatic reading of the final scene of the Bayou Billy game, tune in. It's only 20 minutes. The the whole episode is like 20 minutes long. So it's a lot of fun. Had a good time. Always like, taking a look at those uh, like video game properties that make their way over to the comic book realm and just to see how they're treated Dusty, uh, and it was, a, it was a fun show nobody yeah. cares about any of this, bring back the gag reel bring back the gag reel so say it, it's kind of hard to put a gag reel in there when you're doing an episode by yourself that's uh, not easy <laughs> should I come back? says you 
<laughs> oh, the gag reel. Should Mark Radlitz, you... Should no, I come I'm not, back? I'm not requiring you to come back for okay. an additional podcast per week. Trust me. <laughs> I will tell you that Dean Compton has become a madman has scheduled me to be on a podcast at least once a week up until October. Yeah, I've seen your recording schedule. Like, like I, I, I cut back and Jesse was like, I'm taking over. Uh, I was like, yeah, Dean really wants to record some stuff. So I was like, all right, bro, let's, okay. let's go can we get a, can, a- we, can we get a gag reel of Dean? Dean Compton. Oh, yes, we could have a gag reel with Dean Compton. Dean straight out of, straight out of, straight out of. Straight, straight out of Compton. If you send me, like, set up, like, straight man lines, I will send you back recordings of me doing punchlines, and you can put them all in the gag reel. <laughs> it'll it'll be the most organic. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's so organic, it's sold out at Publix. <laughs> the gag good? reel... Speaking of yakety sacks, the gag reel had plenty of yakety sacks playing behind it for mm-hmm. at least I don't know ten of those gag reels back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but and it all started with me singing Planet Earth during the <laughs> Planet Hulk review. Planet, that's <laughs> uh, great. But hey, yeah, Mark, I, I, you know I'll I'll go ahead and plug this. I know you're going to too, two two two. Uh, you and I are going to be recording here. Monday. This coming Monday, Lieutenants mm-hmm. of Metal, which that's definitely a thing. I can't and, wait to get you and thoughts Kaiju on score. that. Kaiju score, definitely a good, uh, a good read. Mm-hmm. Lieutenants of Metal was weird, uh, so we'll, <laughs> we'll have you know we'll have our discussion about that. But yes, uh, sir. You've read you've read both of those, right? Um, I've read half of both of them. Okay, all right. So you know what I, I'm I, talking yeah, I gotta, about. I got to reread that. Yeah, no, I know they are. De- Kaiju score is okay. I think. I think I was, like, in the middle of, like, something going on with Melissa at the time. So, like, I wasn't paying that close attention to it. And I, also, I was getting, like, a million text messages that night. So, like, my plan is to read it Monday in a quiet house with no one bothering me. Um, and maybe yeah. I'll be able to focus a little bit more on the story. And Lieutenants of Metal, I, I got to reread it because it's been so long since I have. But it's a weirdo story. Oh, yeah. Coop, imagine a, a Justice League team, uh, but in the vein of Steven Universe animation and they okay. do they do nothing but drop metal like metal band references and the villains of the piece are the Beeb and the boy band nation <laughs> god so, this was definitely done in like 2013 wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't. Know, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I didn't have a chance to put that in the notes yet, but uh, I could. I could very well see it being. You said uh, lieutenants of metal. Yeah, lieutenants of metal are the Vandenborg Riot is one of the characters' name. I can't believe that's a character name. The Vandenborg Riot, uh, and then we have the Krieg, Steppenwolf, which is a man who turns into a werewolf. <laughs> Uh, and uh, what was the other guy? Oh, uh, oh Spike. Who's this? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Anthropomorphic panda, Spike. So, anyway, it was. It, I mean, it's a fun story. It's just, it's a weird one. I, I, you know, I didn't expect what we, what we got in that story. So it'll be fun to talk to you about it, Mark. That's all the plugs I have. Okay, are we done? Is that it? Uh, Coop's got something to plug. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got a podcast that didn't fucking exist. <laughs> 
Okay. I had a friend I'm... once that did a podcast about sobriety. That, that, that happened. It never got released, the episode I was on, so whatever. Uh, I get to see Mark in a week and a half, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, I still know what we're doing, besides watching boxing. We'll that's all the... Well, we'll figure out the rest when you get there, buddy. Bring Lou okay. or, or Vic Vapor. We'll just come up with a with a time and yeah, I'll bring, <laughs> figure it out from there. Bring the Vicks. Oh the Vicks. no! What if I bring the mint body wash instead? <laughs> Sorry, there's nothing funnier than Jessica going. Let me tell you about the time I put sanitizer on my taint. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I've listened to that story, that line always gets because Jesse says it with such authority. <laughs> like, He's just like, "Aha! I have you now." <laughs> just, 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 let, let me. Uh, <laughs> let, yeah, matter of fact, this is like I got a story for you, bitch. <laughs> let me tell you about the time I put sanitizer on my taint. Sit there and shut up. <laughs> All right. Uh, when Jesse puts sanitizer on his taint, it's time to uh, exit the podcast. So. For Dick Tittens and Robert Cooper, I'm Sassy Molassi. Be well, be safe, and behave.